0: have a great interview, find out how he's helping to motivate the youth and teach them discipline and self-defense. This is going to be a good interview. Definitely a different take. I'm glad you guys could be joining us. And uh, yeah, man, we're going to find out the story about Coach Rod Bridges, and we're going to find out the story of how Eastside Boxing Club came about and what the mission is. Let's get into it. Once again, how you doing? doing, I'm doing great. How you feeling? feeling You said it's been a long two months. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Is it something you want to talk about or is it just personal?
1: Oh, no, no. It's just basically, uh, you know, working with these kids and like been nonstop, you know, just going to places to train kids and doing stuff in my gym at the same time. So it's constantly, been.
0: No days off right now. It's yeah, cool.
1: it's, it's, lovely. it's lovely though. It's
0: lovely though. No, now honest. you're doing something special, man. Especially a lot of people, a lot of people, you know, they want to help out the kids or they, they try to think of ways to help the kids. But you're actually doing it, and you know, to to be an example for them, it's you know, it's hard to be a role model. Even if you don't want to be a role model, it's hard to be a role model. You get what I'm saying? Yeah.
1: Definitely is, man. I deal with a lot of types of kids. We deal with mostly, uh, we have a lot of kids that are at risk, high risk, at risk kids. Okay. So we deal with, you know, broken homes. Uh, kids today, just this came today. Both of the parents died. Oh man, you know, it's kind of like one of the situations where you know, boxing for the for a lot of people is an outlet. You know, yeah, to refocus. You know,
0: it's it's a good thing though. It's a good thing. not nah, it... different types of attitudes.
1: It's fun, man. But sometimes it can be kind of you know annoying. But you know. You know what you're doing it for at the same time. It's like being a parent. So, you know, sometimes your kids get yeah.
0: but you know what you're doing it for. So, you yeah, basically, you, know. you basically like an uncle to all these kids. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. And it's good. Yeah. And it's good that they see you as the coach because, you know, a coach is like an uncle. A coach is like a father figure, yeah. you know. So, yeah. he teaches you Definitely. respect, he teaches you discipline, he teaches yeah. you, listen. I need you to focus right now. This is not game time right now. Right now we locked in. Right. I need tunnel vision right, right now. So your right. coach, you know, you grow up and you get older and you think back to your coach and you think, you know, I learned a lot from that person. You know, he taught me yeah. a lot of self-respect, a lot of discipline. Right. And um, what you're doing is admirable, like I said, because a lot of people want to help the kids out, but they really don't know what to do. I think that's why people donate so quick. You get what I'm saying? They quick to donate because they don't know what else to do. So right, right, we're going gotcha. to definitely get into why you chose this path. You get what I'm saying? Okay, gotcha, definitely. All right. So I'm going to do the introduction, and then we're going to get into the interview. Okay, great. All right, cool. Welcome to the Stand On It podcast, where every day is a blessing, every day is a good day to hustle and promote your brand. Today, I have a special guest, Coach Rod Bridges from the Eastside Boxing Club in Snellville, Georgia. We're going to definitely get into his story, find out about how he helps the kids and what his mission is with the kids. It's very important that you guys tune in and we definitely will uh, be promoting because any of you guys in Georgia, you can go to my story. Like I said, Snellville, Georgia, Gwinnett County. Y'all can go to my story and see the flyer up. You can definitely go to his Instagram. Give him the Instagram and everything so they can get in tune with the East Side Boxing Club. My IG is ES underscore Boxing Club. Real simple, guys. Real simple. simple. ES underscore Boxing Club. Make sure y'all get in tune with what he's doing. It's very important, especially ladies, guys. You got young boys. You need to help them focus. They need to learn that there's more to life than TV and video games. And the cell phone. And the cell phone. And Fortnite. Fortnite. Exactly. (laughs) It's like all these kids know is TV, video games, and the cell phone. So we're not telling you to take it away, but we're telling you to give them an outlet. Give them something else so that they have something to nourish that brain. Like I said, they're going to learn discipline. They're going to learn focus. They're going to learn self-respect because they're going to learn. They don't have to act wild because they are trained they know what to do there's no reason to make a bunch of noise and try to scare people off or try to act a fool because they've learned how to use their mind and they've learned how to use their skills with their hands to defend themselves there's no reason to show out but um like i said i'm glad that i invited you on this platform i i pride myself on having different types of entrepreneurs and different types of individuals on the podcast to show people there's no one way to be successful right. there's no one yeah, way definitely. so what how long ago did you start the eastside boxing club uh
1: been in uh, officially been in business august 29th
0: uh, 2020. wow so yeah. this is this is four months yeah four months congratulations it's man fun. congratulations Appreciate it, man that take a lot of heart to start a, a business in the middle of a pandemic and stuff. Were you nervous? Man. No, I'm
1: not nervous because I, I trusted, you know what I'm saying, uh, what, what I know, what my purpose was. So I, I took a risk. So, you know what I'm saying? So wow. I bet on myself. So, you know, that's
0: how I, say I, that so, I say that you know, all the time. I say that uh, all the time. And the risk is
1: worth it because I, I, I know what I'm doing it for. You know what I'm saying? I know, I know exactly what I'm doing it for. And for me, it's uh, it's not about the money, you know? Gotcha. Yeah, I myself was a, at risk. You know, I got kicked out of high school. My mom put me out. You know, my life, you know, it was, I was all over the place. You know, and it's, it took somebody coming in my life and teaching me and disciplining me, you know what I'm saying, to give me guidance and gotcha. teaching me the way for me to, you know, get myself together. And I wouldn't be the person I am if my mom didn't put me out. You know what I'm saying? If that person didn't come in my life and groom me and make me, the, you know what i pull me in the right direction.
0: Nah, that's, that's the dope. Somebody asked what city. It's Snellville, Georgia. That's Gwinnett County. Right.
1: Not far from Stone
0: Mountain. Not far from Stone Mountain. So get in touch with him. Like he said, ES underscore boxing club. So y'all can go to his Instagram, get information, DM him if y'all need any further information. Definitely if you have nephews, sons, cousins, y'all need to be referring people to learn a skill. Boxing is a skill. And not only is it a skill of fighting, it's a skill of self-defense and discipline. It's just like martial arts. You know, so these are the type of things that you want to get your kids into because it'll teach them to focus. It'll teach them to follow instructions, not just in school. People think that once they leave school, that's it. <laughs> they don't need to, they don't need to follow no more instructions till they go back in the school building. We got to teach our kids that. You have to be able to control yourself in all environments. That's how you become successful. You have to be able to lock in and say, "This is the mission. This is what I'm trying to accomplish, and this is how I'm going to do it." So he's teaching all those skills through self-defense. So definitely, I want to get in tune with him. So you started the business August 29th of 2020. Wow, I'm 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 yeah. still I'm still like astonished. Um, yeah, well, that was my
1: officially. It took me two months to get my permit, so
0: I Got you. I physically started putting stuff in the building around June June first. Okay, so it took me to get my box ring, get my, get everything set
1: up, and then I had to have a, a architect come in and redo the floor plan because the county wanted me to
0: do all this stuff. So it took me that long to actually get my permit. So it's worth it though. Nah, cool. What made you pick Snellville, Georgia? What made you pick that location? Well, I, I don't live too far from the area, and basically, no boxing gyms in that area at all. mean You have like MMA stuff, Well from MMA, for me, MMA stuff is totally different from
1: being an authentic boxing gym. So that's why I label my gym as being authentic. So you won't see no artificial turfs in my gym. You won't see a bunch of uh, weights in my gym because in boxing you use your body weight to ah. so do exercise. So, so it's an organic gym. It's like they don't have all. I don't wanna. I
0: don't wanna combine. CrossFit and all this stuff. With my gym, I got to take away the feel. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Boxing gym. Okay, okay. So we know why you picked that location. That's dope. So let me ask you a question: What exposed you to boxing? Like, what exposed you to boxing? Uh, growing up uh, as a kid, man, my
1: uh, make, my dad making me watch fights with him, and you know, me and my twin brother uh, messing around with boxing when we was younger. You know, off and on at the time. And then as I got older, I kind of got back into it just to stay in shape and just to okay. learn to study the science of boxing. And once I got into studying the science of boxing, it became addicting because it teaches discipline, it teaches patience and stuff like that. And I feel like that's what most of the kids these days are lacking. They don't, they miss it. They don't want to, everything's so instant. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. you want to do this, you got to, you know, it's so quick. But
0: with boxing, everything is the process. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, I have a few kids, my, most of my kids come in the gym, the
1: first thing they want to know is, when I'm going to be able to spar. And it's like, it's a process. You just can't come to the gym and be there for a, a month and then think
0: you about to spar. Oh, you'll There's get hurt. You the they don't understand. You'll get hurt. <laughs> you take, all it takes is one punch. Change, one punch. Hey, what Mike Tyson famous quote? Everybody got a plan till they get punched in the mouth. Hey, that is a fact. Think about right. when people see fights, they think of street fights. You know, they see two people get mad. And fight for about 30 seconds. We talking about 30 seconds. The whole fight is over. By the time somebody hits somebody hard once or twice, the fight's over. People don't understand. That has nothing to do. When people say, I know how to fight, they do not know how to fight. That means you know how to punch. That is not fighting. Fighting is defense. Fighting is a skill. A skill set. It's having a plan. It's knowing what. How to watch how the other person is standing, how the other person is moving, how to use a jab, how to throw a power punch. It's so much that goes into it that people don't think like that. They just see the physicality of it. You get what I'm saying? It's all, it, and it's all timing, though. Boxing is all about timing. You know what I'm
1: saying? It's like timing your punches. You know, and it's like I tell my kids, everybody want to come in and throw the hardest punch. Yeah. The you know, hardest they can. Can you imagine, like, most boxers, I most, well, majority of boxers, they throw pretty much three to four punches a um, uh, fight. Can so you imagine, can't nobody throw three or six hundred punches as hard as they can
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. As hard as they, they could.
1: Yeah, you can't because boxing to boxing about timing. So it's about landing and boxing count It's not about, you know, if you get a, a chance to knock somebody out, you know, that's icing on the cake. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Whoever calculates the most points in boxing wins the
0: match. So that's that's, that's what is based on. Hey, time and the discipline. That was a key point right there. Whoever calculates the most points. So, in retrospect, you know, it's almost like they used to play in games. So it's almost like you got to kind of give them an analogy, you know, so they can understand, like, listen, you're trying to tally up as many points as you can so that you go out that round with the 10 and the other person ends up with the nine. That's the whole point. So that if it does go to a decision, you're going to win. <laughs> You know what I mean? You can't focus. If you get the knockout, like you said, if the opportunity presents itself, of course, yeah. you go for it. But you do not chase it. Don't chase it because you're going to make yourself vulnerable. And the other person going to start timing you and start picking you yeah. off to the punch. And it's going to be over. <laughs> you're going to be talking about, yeah, I was about to get him, coach. And next thing you know, you're on the canvas. you laying flat on your back. you laying flat on your back. <laughs> Dope. So let me ask you. Since you obviously were exposed to boxing at a young age, who were the fighters that got you the most excited when you used to watch fighting with your uh, dad? Sugar Ray, man. Woo! Sugar Ray! Tommy Hurts. hurts. Yo, Sugar Ray was... I'm going to have to go with Sugar Ray because the speed, the speed that he was throwing, it was just like... I mean, he was just making everybody else look amateur. He made them look amateur you get what I'm saying like it was crazy the speed that he was popping off with and the accuracy that he was pop 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 it was like he was dancing in the ring I'm like man it's look time at this man right.
2: time.
0: he made it look so easy people don't know if you if you jogged in place and punched you know just throwing light jabs and just kind of shadow boxing for three minutes I want you I'm gonna challenge you guys to this I want you guys after this program, I want you to go in your garage or go in your little, you know, room that you work out in and shadow box in the mirror, jog in place and actually, you know, be swinging. Put your time on your cell phone for three minutes. That's only one round. That's only one round. And let's see how you feel about 12 rounds of boxing after that. Remember, you're just shadow boxing. No one's hitting you. <laughs> you're just, Hey, it's crazy. So, When they walk into your gym, what is like, uh, what would you say is the first day, like when they walk in the gym, right? They see all this equipment, they see the ring, they see everything. Walk us through real quick, like what would the first day be like if somebody came to the gym with their kid and said, hey, he's interested in boxing, you know, the kid is hype. That's the whole thing. A kid is hype. It's like, how do you calm them down to go through the tour and really embrace what's going to happen?
1: First thing, first thing I do is you teach. I teach them the boxing things. That's number one, above everything. Cool. I teach you how to stand. I teach you how to how to get your uh, get in, hold your hands up. You know what I'm saying? Getting your uh, get, get your balance. You know what I'm saying? It's it seven point boxing thing. So you know, feet feet at twelve and two. You know you sit low, elbows in, chin tucked, hands tight, and you go side to side. The boxing, I tell you, to keep
0: your head off the line. Oh, okay. So the first thing you learn, first thing I teach is is your uh, stance. Gotcha. And I go over that over and over again. And then I teach you how to move uh,
1: forward and back, side to side. Because most boxers don't know how to fight backwards. The yeah. Wilder. He has. He cannot, well. He's. He got the right hand, but he cannot fight moving backwards. That's mm. why Tyson Fury studied him. Mm-hmm. After the after that first fight, he knew that Dante Wilder couldn't fight moving backwards. That's why he pressed him all the time. So. So I teach my boxers uh, first placement of your stance, how you keep them, keep your hands up, like you're on the cell phone. None of this, you need to step wide you get knocked out. So we go over that and I might teach them like depending on how quick they learn the stance. Um, I teach them the first three punches. And we go over that and that's pretty
0: so, much it for the first day. So what is the first three punches? Just cause we don't know. So Well
1: the first three punches is a jab, which is if you're orthodox, right handed. Okay. The jab, all right. Two is your power. It's your
0: right hand. Okay. And three is your hook. Ah. So jab, it's power, it's hook. Right. Man. Hey, it's a lot to it, man. It's a sweet science. It's like. It's a sweet science. Sweet it's a sweet it's sweet science. Actually, it's, 12, it's 12 punches, you know, in boxing. See I, see, I never knew funny. that. I never knew yeah. that. You just fooled me right there. I, if you would have asked me, if you would have said, hey, how many punches are there in boxing? I probably would have said like four or five, and you said twelve. So, twelve. Wow, it's a lot to learn, guys. That's why I said it's important that we as adults or older brothers or uncles. It doesn't matter what role you play in a kid's life. You could be their teacher, their counselor. You could be their cousin, their uncle. You need to make sure we steer them to be multi- to be skilled in multiple areas. We don't want our kids to be just good at one thing. This boxing is going to teach them more than just how to defend themselves, which is important. But it's also going to teach them discipline. It's also going to teach them how to follow instructions. A lot of kids think instructions stop at school. Instructions do not stop at school. You have to be able to handle yourself no matter where you go. I don't care if you go to the roller skating rink. They got rules. I don't care if you go to the amusement park. They got rules. So every place in life, you need to know how to conduct yourself. And this is a skill. This is a skill. Trust me. You will see the difference. How long would you say somebody might see the difference in their cousin or nephew or brother if they brought them to your gym? How long do you think they would see a difference? I'd say six months.
1: Because, number one, what we do, number one, with our fighters, when we first come in,
0: we evaluate. Mm-hmm. You have kids that say, oh, I box it for, you know, and you try to, like, okay, show me this, show me that. Like, man, you ain't boxing for.
1: So, what we do is, what we believe in, and I was what I teach mainly, my coaches teach is that you have to be in a certain shape to the box. Like, you can't just, like, on, an average person can't walk in the boxing gym and think they bought the box. You know what I'm saying? It's certain conditioning workout that we do. Even with these kids now, I man, I got kids now that uh, most of my kids are between the ages of 12 and 16, and you know, you'd be amazed at how out of shape they are. It's like
0: some of the simple stuff that we did as kids, like. You no, know, we was outside playing. Like, Exa- played
1: outside. There you go. I'm saying
0: like, I
1: got kids now who
0: can't even do push ups No, like, you can right. Can't
1: even do. Can't do, can do jumping jack. You know properly.
0: I believe you. Know, like you see, over there, you see them You see
1: them old that's struggling.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm looking like,
1: I'm forty eight years old, bro. I can go and do more
0: push Than Even you. You, tw- you, 13 years old. You know so, why? Because you know, it's- their whole generation is digital. Their whole generation is Snapchat, Instagram, TikTok, right. Netflix, Hulu. Uh, you know, uh, PS5, Xbox One, like their whole generation is digital. So it's like, there's no folk, like when we went outside, it was flag football, it was, yeah. it was stickball, it was basketball, it was freeze tag. I mean, we was just out there. We was active. We was making it happen. Now, I'm not going to say it was all skilled, obviously, but we was constantly on the move. We was constantly making it, you know, being physical. So, yeah. When we were put to the challenge, I'm not saying that we was able to do it right off the rip, but we was in a yeah. better position than these kids. These kids don't even go outside. Like, I mean, you tell a kid to go outside, they look at you like, "What I'm gonna do out there? <laughs> like, where are we going?" We
1: make our kids go outside. When my kids coming for the summer. We make them go outside. Like, get
0: out of the house. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. My parents had to make us come in the make. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh you yeah. Know so, you know what they used to tell us? Beat the street like that street like you better beat that street like. I mean, it smell like outdoors. Oh, yeah, I loved outdoors. I loved outdoors. I wish I had a yard. In, I grew up in New York City, so we didn't have no yard or nothing. So we had to go like, you know, 5, 10 blocks to the park. And, you know, that's where the baseball field and the basketball court. That's where everything was at. Everything in your neighborhood was just apartment buildings and, you know, the sidewalk. So, of course, every time you went outside with a ball, what'd you do? Hit the neighbor's car. And they, hey, y'all go to the park with that nonsense. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah Yeah, man but uh so when you okay so when you were in the planning stage of opening this gym right what did you know how much it was going to take to actually open a boxing gym yeah i did my research and i pretty much had mapped out um what all everything i needed because i'm i I was uh i spent the 10 past 10 years off and on uh
1: working overseas off and on. So okay. last so last year I was in Iraq I got extended for six you know, six months. So I actually created my uh put in for my L L C while I was overseas and pretty much ordered all my bags while I was overseas and my wife like got a bunch of stuff coming to the house. So so I pretty much had everything that I needed uh wanted in my gym set up uh, mm. before I got home. So the last thing I got was my boxing ring. Oh, so, okay. Uh, I don't have much in my room. I don't have much in my gym. Like I said, I didn't want to have it crowded. Oh, we do a lot. Of, we do a lot of drills, like footwork drills, teaching them p- pivots, teaching them all different kind of pivots. You know what I'm saying? The main pivots. You know what I'm saying? And doing footwork and box steps. So we condition your legs to box. Cause you need to have you need to have legs to box. May- you, you oh, May- that's why Mabel was able to beat McGregor. McGregor didn't have the stamina in his legs to. You know what I'm saying? The box is different. Yeah. In MMA, you can get on the guy, you can
0: lay on him. Yeah, 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 and and yeah you constantly moving that's why that's why i said that challenge about the 3 minutes trying to shadow box cuz these guys are doing that for 36 minutes you think about someone yeah. jogging for 36 minutes constantly dodging someone else who is trying to you know pick them apart and yeah. and you got coaches talking to you so you're listening to advice from other people watching what's going on evaluating what you should change as you're looking at the other person's stance and judging everything they're doing, it's so much things going on in the ring and in your mind. It is. It's, it is. I mean, I don't think people give boxing the credit. You know, it had a heyday. You know, I feel like boxing had this this huge heyday. Obviously, you had your George Foremans and your Muhammad Ali's and your Sugar Ray Leonard's. Then you had your, your uh, Mike Tyson's and your Roy Jones Jr.'s. And, you know, I feel like right now we don't have – have those, you know, Floyd Mayweather was obviously, you know, uh, a GOAT, Uh, but I don't feel like we had several people, you know, there was a point where we had six, seven people that we just couldn't wait till they had a pay-per-view so that we could tune in, and we was at work, and we was at school the next day just like, yo, did you see this, did you see that, we was reenacting it, you know, that excitement that boxing had, you know what I mean, so, I mean... Do you feel like uh, boxing is different from decade to decade? Like when you look back from when you used to watch it as a kid with your dad to Mike Tyson and them and, and now this era?
1: Yeah, I think up until Tyson the Holyfield era and Lennox Lewis, those guys, with respect to him, uh, it changed. And I think no, no disrespect toward UFC, but I think the whole UFC MMA thing changed boxing. I think it, it took some away from boxing. Mm-hmm. You know, it took away the people who,
0: would have been boxing. You know what I'm saying? To more of a because they put more money into it. And boxing now is like UFC. They only they only a certain amount of belts. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And
1: boxing is so many belts in boxing. Like you don't even you know who the champion is. You know, the yeah, I, like I used belts. to get confused. Like about it. it. You know what I'm saying? So back in, in Holyfield and Ali. You know what I'm saying? Mike Tyson them era, Sugar Ray Leonard, and era. You knew who the champ was. You knew who the champ was. You know what I'm saying so now you got all these different uh top rank boxing WBC w- you know what I'm saying all these different yeah. uh, boxing organizations that is flooded with belts so everybody got a belt so who, who's the champion? Who's the champion? Now we got it where you know it was a time where Tyson was fighting and and after and before that you fought who was next? You fought the next person.
0: The number one now contender, yeah. Got,
1: yeah, so now you got these guys dodging each other like the Earl Spence. Uh-huh. And Bud Crawford. So, Aerospace told Bud Crawford he wanted seventy percent of the pot. So Bud Crawford said, I'm, "I'm not taking no. I'm not taking thirty. So he didn't got to go back and forth, yeah, negotiating on the price. He, you know what I'm saying, two years later, exactly, now, said,
0: exactly. Know what
1: I'm saying, so no, 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 nobody, nobody fights the next person because they scared of taking
0: a loss. Exactly. Everybody's worried about their image. Before the pressure was about fighting the best fighter. We didn't want to see yeah. Yeah. if you wasn't gonna fight the best fighter. People was not gonna see it. They did not wanna watch it. It's like now right. they'll hype up, you know, they'll turn it into like a with the press conferences and stuff, you know, they'll turn it more personal and get the guys to talk a lot of crap to each other so that people be like, Oh, it's drama so it could go on Twitter and it could get on the internet, you know, they right. hype it up. But it's not the actual two most skilled people going at it, you know what I'm saying? No, yeah, they wanna so. fight the person who they who they think they could be,
2: just not take a loss. and, and Everybody wants that perfect record like Mayweather. Exactly. You know
1: Mayweather grew up
0: in boxing. You know, his exactly.
1: dad, his uncle, you know what I'm saying? He grew up in the gym, you know I'm saying? So that's, that's his pedigree. You know, most people don't start boxing until they 15, 16, you know what I'm saying? Sometimes guys in their 20s. So, yeah. you know, the thing is, like, you know, nothing wrong with taking a loss. Because, you know, you're going to fight that person again. Exactly. You know what I'm so nobody want to get an L, you know. That's and, my thing with boxing. It's, it's so watered down now.
0: It's I, all about money now. It's not about fighting. Not not about who's fighting who's next. Yeah. Unfortunately, the whole coach is like that. It's like everybody chasing the dollar. Everybody's chasing the dollar, you know. For you guys who just tuned in, I'm talking with Coach Rod Bridges of the Eastside Boxing Club in Snellville, Georgia. Definitely, you guys want to go visit his Instagram to get more information at ES underscore Boxing Club. Like I said, it's in Snellville, Georgia. If you got cousins, little brothers, it could be just, you know, Somebody that look up to you. You could be mentoring somebody. You could be their counselor. Whatever it is. Your neighbor. Let them know. Boxing is that is that sweet science. It's a sweet science yeah, to boxing, man. Side. Yeah, Yeah. Sweet science. You can get girls too. I got a couple of uh, young ladies. Okay. Okay. What's hey, up, if man? you got some brave young ladies, we got some brave yeah. young ladies, you know. Hey, they yeah. welcome yeah. at the gym yeah. too. Yeah. Okay. That's what's up. So, now... You've opened the doors, right? You got the place open officially. You got your kids in there. What was the first? Uh, what was the first time that you were kind of like walking around the gym or just kind of watching the kids spar or just different things? And you said to yourself, "When did? You, when did it hit you? Like, it's official. Like, you know what I mean? We're open. It's official." We're here now. Like, when did it hit you? You know, sometimes you're so busy doing everything, setting everything up, getting the grand opening, getting people to sign up, advertising. When did it actually hit you that, yes, I did it. It's open. It's official now. You know what I'm saying?
1: Man, matter of fact, it's been like uh, about a month ago. Cause Like, since the beginning of the year, like, the first couple, I said, like, September, October, November was kind of like, uh, I had, like, a few people come yeah. out and training. And then toward, like, November, I started getting people. And then December kind of slowed down. And then January was like, boom, like a mad rush of people coming in. And I want to lose weight. It's a new year. I want to learn a new skill. Yeah. And, and so, like, a month ago, man, I was, I had my kids. So what I did, I had to put kids in a class. Like, I was doing one kid here one day, another kid here that day. And I started getting all these kids, you know what I'm saying, like one-on-one. And I was like, man, oh, man okay. put them all together at one, put them in, in the class. Now, now I got an advanced class and I got a beginner's class that I have on uh, Tuesdays at six for the advanced, uh seven for the beginners, and Thursday six for the advanced and seven for the beginner down to Saturday and Sunday. Okay. But the, the day when I was had a class going on and I had like ten people show up,
0: and I'm trying to like well nobody there but me. My wife was there, my wife went at the gym today. Oh okay. And I'm like trying to train these kids. I'm over here trying to. Man, it's like, okay, you know, now nah, it's like real because
1: people, you know, it's what, I, it's what I prayed about. It's like, you know, you build it, they'll come. And that's what I believe. And I feel exactly. like I can deal something with a purpose and what I, that I believe. I believe in myself.
0: I believe in what I do. Uh, and it's like, for me, it was like, dang, man, I need help. You know what I'm saying? That's I said it's, it's real. When I realized I need, it, I need some help. So, nah, that's that was dope. It was wild that's dope. Like I said, for all you guys tuning in, this is the definition of an entrepreneur. Like he said, he was overseas and he set up his LLC. He was overseas. He was ordering all the things he was going to need for his boxing gym, his bags, obviously all the different supplies he was going to need. He had them being delivered to his house while he was in Iraq, halfway across the world. He was setting up the business so that when he got back to the States, he'd be up and running. This is what I tell you guys about doing your research, making sure that you are putting yourself in a position to win and this way even if you have a setback you can still keep moving forward because you can just make an adjustment but if you don't have a plan how can you make an adjustment you don't even have a plan so that's almost related to what he's teaching these kids about boxing you gotta have a plan you're not just going out there swinging for the fences like oh i'm gonna take his head off i'm gonna take his head off no you gotta have a plan how is he standing is he right handed does he like to jab Does he move his head? It's a plan. So everything in life that goes back to us being adults now, we want to start businesses. We want to open up clothing lines. We want to be musicians. We want to write books. We want to start podcasts. Whatever it is that we want to do, this is the whole thing. You have to plan and you have to be ready for the opportunity. He obviously saved his money. He obviously did his research and he made it happen. So now he opened his business four months ago. So, I want to salute him for opening his business and investing in himself. You, y'all know I preach that all the time. He invested in himself. He could have went and said, oh, does somebody have a boxing gym I could go work at? But that wasn't his mission. His mission was to open up his own facility. And he wanted to be, you know, he wanted to coach and hire people and give something back to his community. So, I, I, I respect you so much for doing that because... People scared to bet on themselves. Like they love, yeah. they love to say they would do it, but they're scared to actually do it. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. I would man, do man. it. I would do it. Watch. Watch. Exactly.
1: You yeah. know. Yeah. For me, man, I like, no lie, man. Like even, even when you, even when you take that step and do it, it's still, you know, you're not really gonna feel confident every day. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like a lot of times, I sit there, man, and like nobody showed us, you know. But I still sit there and I, you know kept going, kept coming every day, you know what I'm saying, Step uh, kept promoting my gym, kept marketing my gym, you know, made signs, made flyers, you know, made calls, hey man, I'm, you know, call schools, hey, I'm a new gym in town, uh, I got an after school program for you for kids that, you know, that, that want to to learn how to box and help them study, help them with their homework and, and tutor them
0: too at the same time, you know. yeah so, that's dope. I mean, I go, you know what I'm saying, my thing is like, yeah, you know, it's every
1: every day you're not going to feel like so super confident every day, like, yeah, I got this, I got this compass, you know, even they, even, even now that I got people, you know, it's like, still be like, man, you know, what if? but you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I, I, I mean, I'm, I'm in now. I'm saying so if I fail, I, I, you know what I'm saying? Not saying I'm gonna fail, but I'm saying if I fail, I'm, I feel I'm know what I'm saying? Exactly.
0: I'm exactly. It's a lot of people who, um, you know, they'll <laughs> take 20 years of their life, 30, 40 years of their life and go to work and they would have all these ideas of things they wish they would have tried to do. My thing is this, like you said, if I'm gonna lose or take a loss or learn a lesson, it's gonna be on me. You get what I'm saying? So, even with this podcast, it was a risk. I've never hosted a TV show or a radio show or nothing like that before, but I just had this idea. This is the type of stuff that I like to read about anyway. You know, people taking a chance, betting on themselves, you know, striving to change their future. They want to change their future, and I want to show my kids that it's never too late to say, hey, you know what? I'm good at something. I'm going for it. It's never too late to do that. It doesn't matter if you're 15 and you start training to be a boxer. It doesn't matter if you're 26 and you start going back to college. It doesn't matter if you're 35 and you decide to, you know what I mean? Whatever you want to do, you have to take the chance and bet on yourself. And I'm glad that you're teaching them confidence. You're teaching them respect. You're teaching them discipline. It's like so much goes into what you're doing. And I'm glad that I, I was able to invite you on my platform so that you could Damn, enlighten people it. to what's going on. Right. right. Definitely, definitely, man. Like Day Dad said, man, boss up. Boss up, <laughs> boss up. Put, put your money on yourself. Put your money on yourself. Hey, no. I'm all about that. I'm all about yeah. that. So let me ask you your boxing background. You get what I'm saying? We, we talked about what... You watching boxing as a kid and stuff, but what is your actual boxing background? My boxing background, like,
1: like I said, uh, dabbling off and on, nothing. Like you no, know, worked. I worked at a gym, but nothing. I wasn't. I wasn't. Uh, I didn't compete at a high level. But, oh okay. You know, i mess around. You know and learn it whatever. But you know, I always like. Uh, I get. I get. I get look, that's the same kind of question. If people come to the gym because there's a lot of there's a lot of gyms around where people you know who, who know who. You know, who Boxed like this And I always Asked the what they said So what's your boxing experience And I was like uh, You ever heard of Angelo Dundee and He was like No. Nah. I said That's the guy
0: who trained Muhammad Ali He never boxed a day in his life And I said You ever ah. heard of Custom about He's like Yeah Yeah yeah, sure. yeah Mike he Tyson like, Yeah Yeah Never boxed a day
1: in his life never boxed, never boxed professionally Or never boxed amateur in his life You know So I studied Those guys To see how they train their fighters And how they can be successful because most people think, even like, you know what I'm saying, most people like most people think, like, like Michael Jones would be a good basketball coach. Won't. You know what I'm saying? Just know yeah. somebody do at something, at a playing or something. You know what I'm saying? Don't necessarily mean that a good coach. So, for me, I took the approach as me learning what I learned when I took karate when I was younger, me learning from, you know, uh, being involved uh, with the military and, and in a lot of cases. So, I took that and learned the discipline. And
2: I took this, this, this thing called boxing. I studied. Studied day after day, year okay. after year, you know, and I started like implementing
1: those things with, with, with my son. So, you know, kind of got him up, up and going a little bit. So then I started doing a little bit more, doing a little bit more. And then I said, you know what? Well, I look at what, what's going on in society now. You know, everybody's so quick to pull out guns and, you know, young know, people you know, shoot
0: people. Yeah. But nobody can fight. Nobody can fight. Nobody growing, can fight. Growing up, you know, you fought, you
1: took a L, you know what I'm saying? You, you, live, you live to see another day, you know what I'm saying?
0: Nah, yeah, I definitely you know I
1: mean? feel don't like that. So it's like for me, it's like I'm teaching these kids this way, I'm teaching the to uh structure. I'm teaching them uh patience, patience number one, you know what I'm saying, over everything because it's in this instant gratification society, everything's so instant to them, you know what I'm saying? Like instant grant, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh what I do is teaching the process of what it takes to become an elite boxer, but basically you start with footwork. Like most gym that I gym that I uh, worked in or uh, trained in some time to time. Nobody taught me footwork. They teach me how to pivot. They teach me how to do the box step. You know what I'm saying? They ain't teach me none of the pivots. You know what I'm saying? So you know, my philosophy is I, I build boxes from the feet up. So mm. the first thing you come in, I'm going to teach you for every part of the year. I'm going to teach you how to stand. I'm going to teach you how to pivot. I'm going to teach you how to do the box step. You know, I'm going to teach you how to all these different levels. And boxing, because in boxing, the, the boxing is based on the triangle theory. It's upside down triangle. Mm tip of the triangle is the face of your opponent, so you got the size right here. So if you know how to pivot, you can pivot at an angle and still catch them on the side. Mm. So if you don't know how to pivot, you don't know how to fight. So you don't know how to slip or get out of the way. So I teach those kind of things. You know what I'm saying? Bobbing and weaving. Think like that. my kids. Like, man, that's boring, but I'm, I'm teaching you this because you do it longer
0: enough and you're working it with your shadow box getting it, 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 it gets ingrained into your muscle memory. Definitely. And it's just like walking.
1: It's like walking. like you When you get out of bed, you don't think about no, can I walk no you gotta be start walking so the stuff I teach you when you start boxing, you get to a, a higher level the things that I teach you is gonna come to you naturally yeah 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 nah no, that's I, dope when I teach you I teach you the 10,000 hour rule you know we <laughs> we're gonna do this over and over and over again until they get ingrained in muscle memory until it becomes second nature to you so
0: cool so what what is the best thing about what you're doing like what's the best thing about it like what what do you see at your gym, at your boxing club, Eastside Boxing Club, for all you tuning in, Snellville, Georgia, you can go visit his Instagram, at ES underscore Boxing Club to get more information about all the services that the Eastside Boxing Club provides, make sure you you know tap in with him if you got nephews, sons, daughters, nieces, whatever it is that want to come and learn the sweet science of boxing. Make sure y'all hit them up. But what is the best thing about your profession? Like, what do you see in your boxing gym that makes you just be like, yeah. Like, you just feel that satisfaction. For me, man, it's,
1: it's seeing the results. Like, I have kids that have been with me for two months. And to see where, like, I filmed them, like, when they first started. Like, okay, we're going we're gonna to line up. And we're going to do this. And I film them doing it. And they just be all over the place. Not You know what I'm saying? Not, like, all out of whack, right? Yeah. And, and then it's. Teaching them the process, teaching them the process, teaching them the process. Cause what we do is, my gym is like it's five thousand square foot, so I have a space, I have an open space in front of my ring where it's empty, it's like number floor. So we oh, okay. walk the floor doing these walk the floor doing these drills, pivot, you no know, pivot to the left,
0: pivot to the right. You know what I'm saying? Pivot back, take two steps forward. Pivot. So we walk the floor doing these different drills, up and down, up and down, and just see the results of the kids' progress within those two months, man. It, it make me feel like I, you know, what I'm saying I accomplished something. No, that's dope. No, that's dope. Definitely, like, uh, so you said most of the kids that are uh enrolled right now are between twelve and sixteen. Sixteen, yeah. Okay, okay. I got a couple that's ten, man, but then I got one that's four. And he, four? He's wow. Sharp, he's sharp, but he just, you know, he's a being short, so I had, to, yeah. I had to make it fun for him. Gotcha, he, he got you. To he remember one and two? I said one. To, I
1: said okay, one two. You Do one two, and he'll slip he come back one, two. So he, he four years old. He remembered that. Okay. I had another four-year-old that came before him, and he was just like, he didn't get it. So yeah, you, know yeah. kids that, you know the kids that get it. You know what I'm saying? So I, I, I work with them.
0: Nah, I that's cool. Years I
1: mean, six years old is what I start with. But if they're underage, you know what I'm saying? like it's, I see that they listen, and I can work with them. But if they, like, every two minutes, they want to go get a snack or <laughs> go get something to drink. It's like, man, you know. Because the thing I teach... I, I tell parents is, like I tell the kid that's four, I tell his dad, you have to work with him every day at home. You can't just bring him two days a week to me. Yeah. I think
0: he gonna remember what I taught him. So, these are the things that I need you to work with him on while you're at home. So, we need to work together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. You know. So, what what are your hobbies besides, you know, this is your career, but what are your hobbies? Do you like to hunt? Do you, you know, like, what do you what do you like play chess? Like, what do you like to do? Besides, you know, invest your time obviously in helping the youth with the boxing club. Uh I right, man. I'm on my uh, I wrote a book. On my, I got my, uh, I got to put this. It was published 2019. Nope. I'm on my second book now, so I do
1: that. If I'm not doing that, what's the name of the,
0: the book? book? Right?
1: The book is called uh, Knowledge, Wisdom, and Understanding. Let me you, I'll show you a copy. Of
0: it. Knowledge, wisdom, and understanding. Hey guys, you guys gotta realize something. Like I keep telling y'all. People are multi-talented. I know so many people that know how to do several things. Just because you run a business does not mean you can't be creative. Also, so he's showing you another example of people that are not only helping people and running a business, but he's also creative. Show us the book. We ready? It's right here. It's available on uh, Amazon, on Apple, and Barnes and Noble. It's called
1: Knowledge, Wisdom, and Understanding. Cool. That's my pen
0: name right there. So. okay. Yeah. Oh, you yeah, have synonymous name? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It means uh Rod, funeral man but God. Okay, that's okay, okay. Yeah, so. Cool. Cool. My love pen name. Right? Hey, hey, make sure you send me a um like you know something that I can put up on my story to advertise the book as well as I put it up on my story, the advertisement for oh, yeah. the gym. Yeah, I like to support yeah. people. Like I said, it's all about networking with people. I'm sure when I DM'd you, you probably was like, what is this guy? Who is this guy? But, you know, I saw what you was doing and I wanted to right. offer my platform for you to not only come promote what you're doing, but so to give people a better understanding of being an entrepreneur and, yeah. and helping the community at the same time. So you're doing two things at the same time. You're building your own brand and being an entrepreneur because right. you're taking all the risks. You know what I'm saying? It's not like It's not like the state of Georgia gave you a quarter million dollars and told you to build this gym. You get what I'm saying? You bet on yourself. So you took all the risks. So, you know, I salute you for doing that because a lot of people would do something if they didn't have to take the risk. You know what I mean? They'd be like, I would build the gym, but I'm not putting up my $150,000. Or I would do this, but I got to get a grant so that, you know, I can do it. So
1: yeah, I I respect crazy, you the so much, that that. man. Is that you know it's like uh, certain people are able to get grants and certain people are not. Gotcha. You know what I mean? You know, and, it's, and for me, it's like I've I seen it done. You know, so I've seen it where you know, me and my friend, we got, uh, we, we, we are working on this technology company, and we've uh, presented our information to this uh to the, at this uh, Atlanta Tech Village. Okay. And the guy, with, we asked the guy about scaling up. Like, okay, so we at this level, what would it take for us to scale up? Whatever, mm-hmm. and uh, he would say, well. What are you guys doing? So we told me what we're doing. He was like, "Wow, I don't know. What kind of, I don't know what kind of help I can give you." And then this lady that sat beside us, she wanted to know what we had. She said, "Told us that somebody gave her fifty thousand dollars for her business, and she don't she don't even have a business established yet." Wow. Just for her idea, just for her idea. Wow. She got fifty thousand dollars too. You know what I'm saying? So we got something that we are already established, something that's already going, and it's like nobody want to help us. You know what I'm yeah. saying? <laughs> well,
0: you got to keep striving. It's gonna come. It's yeah. gonna come. Yeah. But Definitely. You know your grant or your investment, it might not come till year two or something. It's like the yeah. thing is, I tell people, you can't wait around for the magic wand or for for the for the for the pocket to open. You have yeah. to invest in yourself like you did. You have to yeah. go pave the way, and then the blessings yeah. will come after. Sometimes yeah, the blessings don't come up front. You know what I'm saying? Oh, Yeah,
1: definitely. And that's why I pretty much I like, you know, I, I took I, Sacrifice being away from my wife and kids to work overseas, you know what I'm saying, gone for ninety days at a time and come home for ninety days, so back and forth doing that. I was able to you know, stack my money up, you know what I'm saying? And I knew that purchasing things for the gym is inexpensive. The most expensive thing in a gym is cost you if you get a gym like mine is the boxing ring. My boxing ring cost me five thousand dollars. But other than that, my bags cost one forty nine
0: and you know, my mitts cost thirty, you know what I'm saying, stuff yeah, like yeah. that. So the most important thing, most expensive
1: thing. There's a box ring if you get
0: a... In the, a place, a in the place. In the place. Yeah, the place. Yeah, the place. Yeah. yeah that's it. The place, yeah. Man. For something, you ain't got no customer yet.
1: You know what I'm saying? That was yeah, like, yeah.
0: So that was like, yeah. I was like, you know what?
1: I'm the weather of the storm. You know what I'm saying? And I believe and I, I believe God. So like for the past, I prayed, man. I was like, you know, like I need something. You know what I'm saying? And like for, the, I've been
0: getting flooded for like the past couple of days. People are like swarming my gym. Dope. I got two
1: kids. I want to sign up. I got, Three kids I want to sign, I'm looking like, man, it's coming out of nowhere.
0: You know what I'm saying? But that's what I asked for. Yeah, because you took the chance. That's what I'm saying. If you would have never took the leap of faith, you could not be receiving what you're getting right now. You had to build it. Like you said, you build it, they will come. You had to believe in that for it to happen. People don't understand. They can't just say, you know, people think praying is the answer. No, it's prayer and then action. You have to put action after the prayer. You can't just pray, 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 but no action. Yeah. So. And, you, and the thing is that the, the money
1: that you invest in yourself, is like you plant seeds. So, you know what I'm saying? Like Bible said, along with the earth remain, there'll be seed and harvest time. So, it's going to come a time. So, me spending money on getting this GMB, I'm planting those seeds. I'm doing all this stuff. I'm doing the marketing, whatever. So, your harvest is going to come in. You know what I'm saying? It has nah, to.
0: I appreciate that's, that's,
1: you. That's the law of reciprocity. You know what I'm saying? That's how it works.
0: Now, I appreciate you giving up that game. I, I appreciate, you know, what you're doing for the community with the East Side Boxing Club. And I also appreciate the fact that you coming on here and you giving them the knowledge of the entrepreneurs part of it. Like you said, the sacrifice, you being away from your family for three months at a time to work overseas so that you would make a better wage. So you could invest in your idea and make your idea become a reality. You you know, setting up your LLC and ordering your supplies while you was overseas. Like, I hope people are catching all these gems that you dropping of the process. People, people see the end result. You know, they come in the gym, they see the end result and they like, man, okay, I like this. They don't know what you did to get to that point. And that was, like I said, that's part of inviting people on my program. I want them to give the game and then you get to see the reward. You get what I'm saying? So we'll definitely um have to do a virtual tour. So I'm going to have to do a virtual tour with you, you know, one of these days. I'm probably going to come up there because I live I live in Gwinnett County. So I could just drive over there and shoot me some footage and everything. And we're going to do a walkthrough and you can kind of explain to us on a virtual tour. And I'll have that footage, you know, I'll upload it obviously on the podcast and, and have people embrace that too. But I, I want to thank you again for coming on the program, show us the book one more time so that they can also check your book out. So that's so knowledge. That's front of it. Wisdom and understanding. All right. On the, on the back it says, Man discovers truth by living according to it, the laws of his nation. Hey. So you guys check that out, man. Coach Rod Bridges of the East Side Boxing Club in Snellville, Georgia. Instagram at right. ES underscore boxing club. Get in tune with them. I want to thank you for being a guest on the Stand On It podcast where every day is a blessing. Every day is a good day to hustle and promote your brand. I wish you continued success. Like I said, I'll definitely be contacting you so that I could come up there and do a virtual tour with you. And then, you know, I'll I'll make sure that footage gets on the program. But once again, man, I want to salute you. And I want to thank you for telling your story. And guys, cousins, little brothers, neighbors, Anybody, male or females, he said the gym is open to everybody. So go check them out, Eastside Boxing Club, Snellville, Georgia. Google, hit them on Instagram. Let's make it happen. Thank you very much for coming on the program, sir. I appreciate you, man. Yes, appreciate you. Yeah, guys. So once again, another inspiring story about somebody that believed in what they wanted to do, made the sacrifice did the research and manifested it into reality. That's what it's all about. That's what I want to keep bringing you guys. I don't care if they're a YouTuber, they write books, they're a comedian. It doesn't matter what they do. It's how they do it. A hustler is always going to make a way. Hustling is not going to work. You go to work because you have to. You go to work because we got bills and obligations. But you take the money from work and invest it in yourself that's hustling that's how you change your future otherwise you're just going to go from job to job to job that's not changing your future that's not changing your family's future so invest in yourself make it happen stand on it podcast episode 17 appreciate you guys